0: So, I wanted to do something a little different. I wanted to bring you into this restaurant, right? My fantasy basketball restaurant. And I want you to take a look at the menu. So, I don't typically do this. I kind of just go through the motions and like share with you here's the waiver wire, here's the ballo, here's the sell high. Like, we, we, we're going to do all of that. But before I do that, I want to welcome you to She Robin Mox my fantasy basketball restaurant and I'm gonna give you the menu. So what what we're gonna do today on the menu, we're gonna start with the actual schedule. We're gonna go through what the schedule looks like for week eight of the fantasy basketball season. Then we're gonna take a look at the top five waiver wire targets you need to focus on. Then something new that we haven't done, but we got a request um, on one of our videos. We had someone ask for deep league waiver wire targets. So we're going to do a new segment, which is the top five waiver wire targets for deeper leagues. We're going to do our buy low segment, our sell high segment. Then we're going to do our our world famous uh, discord mailbag segment, where we're going to answer questions from our discord community. And we're also going to do a segment that we just tried out last week. And we're going to do it again, which is the Reddit thread of the week you do not want to miss that welcome to the believe in fantasy basketball podcast the weekly show dedicated to helping fantasy managers like you crush your league and bring home multiple championships now your host robin marks We believe every NBA fan that plays fantasy football should also play fantasy basketball. So it's going to be an action packed show. I'm super excited to get it kicked off. So let's go ahead and just start off by thanking our sponsors. This episode is presented to you by Bet Online. Yes, 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 the world famous Bet Online. The holiday season is off and rolling with NFL in full stride and the NBA and NHL hitting midseason form. Betonline is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info with up to the minute sports wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. BetOnline is the top spot for everything pro and amateur sports. And not just the big four. BetOnline has info available at your fingertips. With both desktop and mobile access at any time for almost any sport that is played, from MMA to international soccer. Head to Bet Online today and remember, use our promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. So, now that we got through that, I wanna make sure you have like a vision, of your vantage point is 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 super, super tight, and you have a vision of what the landscape looks like for week eight in the fantasy basketball realm, right? So we're going to start by really digging in to our schedule. So let's jump in to the week eight schedule. So here we go. Uh, first things first, we're going to go through How many games are going down on each day of the week? And I know my man, Anthony Edwards, is injured, which breaks my heart. But man, this picture of him, for my folks who are listening on the podcast, this picture of him is is gully. Big shout out, Anthony Edwards. So on Monday, we have 13 games. On Tuesday, we have five games. On Wednesday, we have nine games. On Thursday, we have seven games. On Friday, we have eight games. Saturday, we have 10 games. And on Sunday, we have five games. And for people who are new to fantasy basketball, one of the most important things to know is which day will I be able to stream players? Excuse me. Had a little burp there. Which days will I be able to stream players? Players, I know what you're thinking to yourself. You're thinking to yourself, hey, Robin, like, what's streaming? Like, what, what is a stream? Like, you're talking about or like, like a, like a, a small body of water that, that flows in one way? Like, what is a stream? That's where, they, that's where the bears get salmon. What is a stream? We have a whole video about streaming. I would likely maybe put a card up here. Are there cards here, right? Put a card up there. You can click on the replay to see. But basically what streaming is, is you cycling players in to a roster spot. So the worst, you know, maybe two players on your team, what you want to do is reserve those spots for streaming players in and out. So that way you could maximize the roster spot and eventually beat your opponent. So that is what, that's why this is so important to know what days can you actually Stream so, for example, on the Monday, here there's 13 games. You cannot really stream when there's 13 games, it's just like you're gonna have players on your bench that you're not actually gonna be able to start in most uh leagues, right? Based on your settings, Tuesday is a streamable day, Wednesday, you're on the border, you know, maybe 10 games might be the, the, the cutoff point, but you might be able to stream depending on what your uh, what your roster looks like. Thursday, you should be able to stream. Friday, you should be able to stream. Saturday might be tough, but on Sunday, because there is a low volume, you know, number of games there, you may be able to stream. So that's something that I wanted to break down for you, just to make sure you knew. For my experienced players, it's all good. Remember, we are here welcoming all fantasy basketball players, no matter what platform, what format or what level of experience they have. So let's move along. Next up, let's talk about which teams have, you know, the most games, right? So the four-game teams, teams who have four games for week eight, we got Atlanta, Brooklyn, Boston, Charlotte, Chicago, Cleveland, Dallas, Denver, Detroit, Golden State, Houston, Indiana Pacers, the Clippers, Heat, Bucks. New Orleans Pelicans, New York Knicks, Philadelphia 76ers, Phoenix, Portland, Sacramento Kings, Spurs, Jazz, and the Wizards. Games, uh, I mean, teams that have three games the Lakers, Memphis, Minnesota, OKC, Orlando, and Toronto. Now let's talk about those teams that have back to backs. So we got a few back to backs. We got The Monday and Tuesday back-to-back, we got Chicago, Cleveland, Dallas, Denver, the Clippers, Sacramento. Then we have the Tuesday, Wednesday back-to-back. We got the Lakers, the Suns. Wednesday and Thursday, we got Brooklyn, Miami, Utah. The Thursday and Friday back-to-back, the only team that has that back-to-back is the Boston Celtics. So you really want to pay attention to them this week. Friday and Saturday back-to-back, we got Atlanta, Charlotte, Detroit, Indiana, the New York Knicks, bing-bong, Philly. And then for the Saturday and Sunday back-to-back, we got Golden State, Milwaukee, Portland. And then what we have is what we call a pseudo back-to-back. That's a term that I first heard from Josh Lloyd from the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Basically, what a pseudo back-to-back is, you're getting guys who are playing on streamable days, low-volume days, right? Guys who are playing on streamable days on back-to-backs that are not necessarily consecutive days. So, for example, here we have the Friday and Sunday back-to-back. Saturday, as you can remember, let me go back a little bit. Saturday is not a streamable day, right? So you got ten games. Chances are that you won't be able to stream any players from the waiver wire. So when we talk about when we talk about a pseudo back-to-back, we're talking about a team that has a two games that are kind of um, bookending a non-streamable day. Please let me know in the comments if that makes sense to you. And if you need me to unpack that further, if you're new to fantasy basketball, I can do that for you. If you need quick responses, we have an entire community of almost 2,500 fantasy basketball fanatics in our Discord. If you want to join, all you have to do is visit BelieveInFantasy.com. That's B-L-E-A-V believe in fantasy.com. So, on Friday and Sunday, we have a pseudo back-to-back with Boston, Houston, the Pelicans, the Magic, the Suns, the Spurs, and the Washington Wizards. Now, let's talk about the best schedules. So, this is something that's coming up all the time. Like, which teams have the most streamable assets and how can I take advantage of it, right? So, the two teams that I believe have the best schedules are the Boston Celtics and the Phoenix Suns. They both have four quality, streamable games. Streamable quality. Let that sink in, okay? The other teams that I believe have great schedules are the Warriors, the Rockets, the Pels, the Spurs, the Wizards, ooh, oh, threw up in my mouth a little bit. Hold up, let me get something to drink. Oh, my God. I said the Wizards. I left the kids at the pool. I'm sorry, let me be more mature, my apologies. So I got the Spurs, Wizards and the Lakers with three quality games. So that's what you really wanna pay attention to. Sorry about that, I had an alarm go off on me. Jeez Louise like and i and i set alarms man I, i'll be out here like it's real life for me man it's real life for me um so that's what we got for your schedule make sure you take screenshots of these joints do what you got to do just to make sure because at the end of the day like we coming off of a crazy week from week 7 you might have just gave up a loss because you couldn't do anything I don't know what 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 your personal situation is, but just know that over here we are all about those chips, all about those chips. And I'm not talking nacho cheese. I'm not talking Tostitos, Fritos, Bonton chips. I'm talking fantasy basketball championships. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you are talking championships, you speak in my language. And let's talk really quick. While we on it about championships, we got so many new people in our community, people who have never played fantasy basketball, people who are coming from fantasy football. If that's you, let me know in the comments. If you if you are coming from fantasy football, drop a football emoji in the comments for me right now, because I'm out here and like one thing about me is I I don't want no beef. I don't want no beef. I don't want no drama. Like, I'm all peace and love, right? But, man, I have be seeing some crazy shish kebabs, like some crazy Shih soup puppies out in these fantasy streets. People saying crazy stuff, man. Listen, I don't give a Shih soup puppy about how many leagues you are in. You don't impress me. What impresses me is opening the doors... And creating a welcoming environment for people who are interested in the game that we love. And that's what this is about. So if you are one of those players, Snooty, Snooty Patootie players, who's like, oh my God, like I'm in 17 leagues and I've and I've invested over 19 million dollars of capital in these investments. It's like, come on, bro. Like, we out here playing fantasy. Chill. Chill. So let's not like make people feel like they're not welcomed because we're more advanced. It's not good. On a human level, it's not good. So get off that. And also stop throwing shade on injured players. Like I'm, I'm trying to be quiet about the stuff that I see. I'm trying to be cool I'm not trying to like make it a soapbox because I'm just here to provide value. But some stuff I see like, uh, and another thing like, and this is the last thing. And we're going to get back to the script because I know I had a whole menu for you guys. And I'm like taking a little bit of a detour, right? Another thing as a fantasy community that I just want us to be conscious of just be conscious of. Like I'm not trying to like throw no shade at nobody or nothing. I'm just put, bringing it to everyone's attention, specifically the people who are new to fantasy, young people. We have like teenagers and pre and 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 um, you know, preteens playing middle schoolers are playing fantasy. You know what I'm saying? Young adults, people who are just going to college playing fantasy, young men and women. While playing fantasy. With that said, when we refer to players, we have to be sensitive around the term owner. Take it how you want to take it. If you if you like listen, if you do that, I'm not even mad at you. I'm just trying to help you to understand, especially as a person of color, right? Like just to be conscious of how we're presenting. Certain terms in this space. There was a um, a controversy a few years ago around ESPN. They did a really bad ad, and I think the ad for fantasy football. They had people at an auction bidding on players with like those little, you know, those little flags or whatever that people use at auctions, and people were bidding on OBJ, OBJ with like you know top hats and all of that stuff. It was just some really weird, you know, stuff. And in this era that we're in, I know that it's real in terms of being politically correct. I'm just talking as a passionate, you know, contributor to this culture of fantasy sports that let's just be be easy on on how we throw around the term. Because at the end of the day, whether it offends you or not is not as important as if it offends someone else. And I'll leave it at that. So... Moving right along, let's get back to the schedule. Cause you know, I created a whole menu for y'all. Man, I'm I'm out here creating menus in this episode. So what's next on the menu? What is next on the menu? Oh, here we go. Let me drop some music so we can kind of get get a little transition piece going on in here. Let me get let me get a little transition piece on here. I got this joint for y'all. Let me get my headphones right. I don't wanna be out here throwing music out. I don't got no headphones on. No, oh, that's the same one. Yeah. We're about to transition, y'all. we about to transition into this next segment. Yeah, you ready for me? Yo, yo, turn me up in the headphones, God. Yo, yo, that's my word. Yo, that's my word. Yo, we out here. Brooklyn. All day, every day, and tomorrow. Let's get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, Waver Wire, uh. Yo, you ready for Waver Wire? Yeah, yeah. We coming with waiver wire, waiver wire, waiver wire, waiver wire, wire. yeah, uh, we coming with waiver wires, yeah, yeah. You up on the waiver wire, yeah, yeah. Come on, come on, come on, Brooklyn. Let's go. Let the bass drop, uh, waiver wire, let the bass drop, Huh? yeah. Let the bass drop, come on. (laughs) Let me know if y'all messing with the transitions. Let me know if y'all messing with the transitions. Here are the top five waiver wire targets you need to focus on for fantasy basketball. So we're going to jump right in, man. Listen, I I got one more thing. (laughs) Yo, I had one of my guys, uh, not even one of my guys, just somebody on, on a random comment was like, yo, bro. Like I saw these same players from somebody else two weeks ago. You know know what I thought to myself? It might have been me. Because, like, yo, some of these players get cycled in. So, I get you. Like, the way our schedule works, sometimes the videos that we drop because we record on Sunday night, maybe some of the other channels might have dropped on Friday or Saturday. And then you get our content on Sunday and then you might get the shortened version on Tuesday or Wednesday. Guys, Take what's relevant to you, use it, apply it, and win. I think far too often people just out here just complaining for no daggone reason. But anyway, that's 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 a whole nother video. So the first waiver wire target I want to take a look at for week eight. Oh baby, let's get it, Derek Jones Jr. So. Derrick Jones Jr. is available. Right now, he is just rostered in 3.2% of ESPN leagues. Huh? where, where, Where they do that at? Now, I know what you might be thinking. Hey, Robin, like Derrick Jones Jr., he ain't about that life. Like, all he could do is dunk. And like, you seen him in the dunk contest. That's all he can do. My guy. Did you hear about Kyrie Irving? Kyrie Irving dodged a bullet where he's not going to be out for an extended period of time, but he's going to be out for a couple of weeks, maybe more, right? So I think it's a heel contusion. With that said, Derrick Jones Jr. is going to eat. So um, over the last seven days, he has averaged 32 minutes per game. On this season, he's averaging twenty. 4.2 minutes per game. You see where I'm going with this? In the last seven days, 32. For the season, 24. So he's already getting a spike within the last week. And and the whole week doesn't include all of Kyrie's injury, right? So that's something that's worth noting. In terms of his point production, he's averaging 13 points per game in the last seven days. Six assists. um, My apologies, I meant six rebounds, six rebounds, one assist. And check this out. Come here. Come here for this one. 1.5 steals per game. Come on, man. Come on, man. I got more. Y'all want more? Y'all want more? This is important. Two blocks per game. I don't care if you're in a category league, a points league, a roto league, a hobo league, a logo league, a cocoa league. Let me. Can I repeat that? Come here. This is important. You don't want to miss this. He's averaging over the last seven days, 1.5 steals a game. He is averaging two blocks per game. That's wild, yo. That is like Bush Gardens wild. American Scream Machine wow! Don't play with me, man. Grab yourself some Derrick Jones. Next up, Eric Gordon. Yes, I said Eric Gordon out loud. I told you that the Phoenix Suns have a great schedule this week, right? So I think sometimes when it comes to the waiver wire, because some people become staples of the waiver wire, if you will, Right? I, like I stay, I stay on the waiver wire. Like I be out here on the on the waiver wire block. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm moving. I'm not gonna do that joke. That's not a good joke. Um, but I'm gonna keep it a stack with you. I have had some Eric Gordon on my roster this season. Drop and go, plug and play, and listen. This is a big shout out to my man Bill, the professor, one of my longtime league mates. Like I have fierce battles with this guy every year. One thing he said to me a long time ago that stayed with me, and his advice that I'll pass to you. Like this is huge. He said, "When it comes to the waiver wire, love them and leave them." <clears throat> Mm. He said, he said, love him and leave him. So for Eric Gordon, he is rostered in just 20% of ESPN leagues. He's available in 80% of ESPN leagues. Over the last seven days, he's averaged 36.5 minutes per game. But on a season, he's averaging 32 minutes a game. So that says to me that there may be some. Season-long value, especially when you think about deeper leagues. Over the last seven days, he's averaging 13 points a game, two rebounds, 3.5 assists. This is important. Come in. Two steals a game. Mm. You ready? Over the last seven days, one block per game. Mm. Come on, man. It's worth an ad. He's worth an ad. So Eric Gordon, some I'm not t- no relation to Aaron Gordon. Eric Gordon, that dude, man, he got a good week, man. Come on, man. I'm talking about the Valley. Next up, <laughs> man, Caleb Martin from the Miami Heat. I had an opportunity in one of the games that I was covering. Uh, For NBC Sports, big shout out to the Roto World basketball team. My man, Raphael Johnson, booyaka shot. Let me, let me, let's get hype. Let's get hype in here. Yo, let me give my, let me shout out my team. Man, I love my team. I die for them people. Man, I love my team. I would die for them people. I wouldn't literally die. Like I, I got kids. I'm not trying to die, but I do love my team. Straight up. So, let me shout out my team real quick, man. You ready for this, man? Let's get it. So, first up, I want to give a big shout out to my man, Raphael Johnson. Want to give a big shout out to my brother, Noah Rubin. Last but not least, my ace in this place, my brother, Zach Henshaw. Oh, man. Anyway, back to Caleb Martin. So, Caleb Martin is just rostered in 5.9% of ESPN leagues. He is averaging currently over the last 7 days, 32. He is averaging 32.5 minutes per game. Whew, this is important. 19.5 points per game. Man, oh baby. Man, you he's cooking. You ready for this? He is averaging nine rebounds per game over the last seven days. 3.5 assists, zero steals. That sucks, but he's putting it up in scoring and rebounds. And then 1.5 blocks. Yes. Listen, Caleb Martin, I'm saying, man. Like, you, that's one thing. We got to be really mindful. And for me, I, I always talk about the eye test. Like, watching a game and just seeing how a person moves without the ball, seeing their level of urgency, their body language. He is a dog, yo. And if you think about what he did, um, you know, in the playoffs over the years, like, he's really, really somebody in the short term, especially when we talk about streaming, is somebody that's been on my roster and will be on my roster in and out. Does he have long-term value? I think it depends on the health of Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, the stars of the Heat. But right now, they have a bunch of players, including Duncan Robinson, um, Jaime Hawkins Jr. All of these players, uh, Kyle Lowry. All of these players are getting a little bit of run here and there. I just think over the last week or two, Caleb has just been cooking with hot grease, and I'm not talking like peanut oil, olive oil, no avocado oil. Your man is cooking with grade A bacon grease. With the little, you know, the little chips and the little ground up pieces of bacon, little chunks of flesh in the in the grease. That's your man. <laughs> That's your man. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, next. Up next, up top five we got Dante Exum. Dante Exum, and I think Dante Exum is really going to capitalize on the injury uh, that we had to Kyrie Irving. So that's something to be really mindful of. Is that in these windows of injury opportunities for bench players or you know role players who give who are given an opportunity to shine? These are the kind of players you want to look out for. So, just a tip to all, especially to my newcomers to fantasy basketball. When a key injury happens, what you want to do is take a look at that team's roster and try to project and think about who will be able to benefit from the unfortunate injury. Right. So, I'm I'm sick. I don't I don't, I got Kyrie on a couple of my teams. That 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 irritates me that he's injured, but. You grab Dante Exum, you might be able to get some short-term value. So Dante Exum on ESPN, which is wild, he's only rostered in 1.2% of leagues. Over the last seven days, he's averaged 29.5 minutes per game. His actual season minutes per game number is 12.7. So that's important. He's averaging 29.5 over the last week, but... He's averaging on the season only 12.7. And that has a lot to do, or everything to do, I should say, with the injury of Kyrie Irving. He has uh, 14 points a game over the last seven days, six rebounds. Check this out. Come here. This is important. This is huge. Seven dimes a game. Ooh. One steal a game, zero. Blocks and about a half a turnover. So he protects the ball too. And on the season, he's averaging 0.3 turnovers per game. So that's really, that's a really good sign for a guard, a point guard especially. So if Dante Exum is available on your waiver wire, I would just give it a whirl, give it a twirl, see what happens. And then uh, we can go from there. But definitely just be mindful that it's a short term. Add. Uh, might be for the week. It might be a, Might be for a couple of weeks, depending on how well he performs. But if you are a Kyrie Irving manager, that's something you want to keep an eye on. Next up, Derek Lively, who the second. And Derek Lively is someone we have talked about in the show. Just like I said earlier, sometimes we get. Some wild stuff in the comments. And honestly, for all of my content creators out there, if you are a sports content creator, let me know in the comments. If you create content for YouTube, social media, for fantasy basketball, fantasy football, for NBA, NFL, MLB, hockey, shoot, if you do, if you create content for anything, my bad. We're not going to just limit this to sports, but this is a general rule of thumb right rule of thumb for content creators when people drop hate comments on you don't let it don't don't let it hit home don't take it personal when people drop hate hateful comments don't let it take a toll on you it's not that serious. The internet is undefeated, yo. Like, people are always going to come at you. With that said, here on this channel, we have spoken about Derek Lively before, and we will talk about him again, especially with Kyrie's injury, right? Excuse me. Especially with Kyrie's injury. We got to talk about him. Now, they play different positions, but when we talk about Minutes, usage, that's for the whole team and your man has been cooking. Here we go. So over the last seven days he's averaging 26 points a game, 10 points, 6.5 rebounds. ooh 1.5 assists. Yeah check this out though. Mm. you ready? And it's been a theme with these with these waiver wire guys and I'm sharing with y'all there's been a theme that they are killing it with defensive stats. Right? Which is harder to get those, but also whether it you're in category leagues or in points leagues, they're valued higher. In points leagues, man, you get like, depending on your league settings, you get two, three times more than what you would get for a point. Right? He's averaging hmm, one steal a game as a big, as a big man. And that's why I love fantasy basketball, man. That's why I love fantasy basketball, man. That's why I love fantasy basketball. As a big, he averages one steal per game. And also, he's averaging two blocks per game. Mm. Get yourself some Derek Lively, man. As always, you know, I love to give some like bonus waiver wire guys. I'm calling it the lightning round. We're going to give you the lightning round. Okay. Orlando Robinson, Killian Hayes, Nick Richards, Sadiq Bay, Dorian Finney-Smith. This guy was actually going to be in my top five. It's somebody I was looking at. Again, it's another Mavs player. Tim Hardaway Jr. is available all over the place. So take a look at him. He could have been in my top five. And then last but not least, Cam Reddish coming off the in-season tournament championship oh yeah so let's do a little music man let me get back to the, let me get back in my bag man let me get back in my bag with these music vibes let me see what we got here let me get my headphones on hold up oh yeah we're changing it up y'all we about to go to the next segment oh yeah yeah you ready Woo! believe the fantasy yeah yeah, yeah, believe in fantasy. You believe in me, and I believe in you. But, 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 believe in fantasy. Don't believe in nothing if it ain't the truth. I'm saying, uh, uh, believe in fantasy. Woo! Ha <laughs> ha. Believe in fantasy. Don't believe in nothing if nothing is being true. Don't believe in me. Don't believe in you. Believe in fantasy. Uh, yeah, all yeah. believe in fantasy. Uh, uh uh believe in Fantasy, don't believe in me. Don't, 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 don't. Okay, 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 okay. Don't get But I might have to do the album, might have to bust out the album out in these streets. Don't get me started. Okay, so this is a brand new segment. Let's get it. Here are the top five deep league waiver wire targets you need to focus on for fantasy basketball. Now, this is straight from this is straight from the daggone comment section. And that's one thing about this channel that we try our best to do. And I know some of my colleagues, some of my contemporaries, my brothers also do this. And I'm just, i just trying to soak it up and learn from the best out there, right? This is for fantasy football, for fantasy basketball. Big shout out my man, Dan Titus. Oh my good. Hold up. You know, I'm not going to shout out Dan Titus without dropping the horn. Let me drop the horn for my man Big shout out my man, Dan Titus. You can check out a recent episode we did about um, how he got into the professional space of creating content for fantasy sports. So he does fantasy football and fantasy basketball for Yahoo Sports. And he has been a super valuable resource to me in my journey. And I'm just super grateful for him. So again... Like many of my brothers do out there, we try to listen to what the people are saying. And one thing that I got that really like stood out to me, I was like, oh, that's good, is getting more content for those 14-team leagues, 16-team leagues, 18-team leagues, 20-team leagues. We got 20-team leagues out there. On Sleeper, oh, on lock-in mode, they doing 30-team leagues like it's nothing. Mm. We got people on fan 30-team leagues, nothing. This is more in the 14 to 16 range, but we're gonna give you the top five deep league waiver wire targets. Let's get it. Okay, first up, uh, and again, this is good. Troy Brown Jr. Uh, Over the last seven days, Troy Brown Brown Jr. has averaged 27.5 minutes per game. You hear me, deep league fam? Come on now. I told you I got you. On the season, he's only averaging 15.5, right? That's a, that's a big jump. Averaging 14 points per game over the last seven, 2.5 rebounds, three assists, a half a steal, and a half a block. Um, I'll let you see kind of what he's been doing over the last couple of games. Over the last couple games, 44 fantasy points according to these uh, settings 14, 18, 19, and 23. So, the minutes is really what I'm looking at. And that's the big thing. We had an injury here. Anthony Edwards is down. He's going to be out for a little while. So, Troy, ba- Troy Brown Jr., although he's not a shooting guard, he still will be around in lineups at the two and maybe even at the three. So, he's someone we want to keep an eye on. Next up, for my deep league folks, Dante DiVincenzo. Dante is somebody I'm not too crazy about, and like for different reasons, right? But I would say if you're in a deeper league, he might be worth a look. He's just average. Uh, he's just rostered in 3.7 percent of ESPN leagues, and honestly, I think I might even have some numbers for Yahoo on him. Do I have Yahoo stats on him? Oh no, I have some Yahoo stats for one of my um, next waiver wire guys for deeper leagues. For Dante, he is just rostered in 3.7% of leagues, widely available. Over the last seven days, averaging 19.5 minutes, 6.5 points, and eh, 2.5 rebounds, and eh, two assists, eh. Man, he might not even belong on this list. <laughs> but when you talk about deeper leagues, like, come on, man. You, you know that you got to kind of settle for the slim pickings, but I, 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 I'm questioning this decision to put him on this list. Let me move along before I, I get roasted on that one. Nah, moving right along, Amen Thompson. Now, so, Amen, not to be, so Amen, not to be mistaken with a sar. Amen, not to be mistaken with Amen. Amen <laughs> is Coming off an injury, right? So he's been out for a minute. So this is an upside play. Now, I'll, I'll, I'll preface it by saying this. Ime Adoka is an amazing coach. But right now, his priority, it looks like he's trying to win right now. It doesn't appear to me as if Ime Adoka is making moves for his team in terms of rotations That would lead to the development of the young talent, the war chest of young talent that he possesses as the head coach of the upstart, you know, bright future Houston Rockets, right? Doesn't seem like development is his top priority. It seems like he just like in Boston, he's trying to win. He's trying to go to the finals. Like, I, I know he won't, but he definitely has a war chest of talent. With that said, if a man gets some run, it could be a good look for fantasy managers in deeper leagues. For people who are in standard 12-team leagues, I don't think he's someone you really need to look at unless you're way up and you feel like, you know what, let me roll my dice on this. But I do believe for deeper leagues, it's worth an ad just to see what happens. You can drop him if they don't give him the minutes. But if there's an injury or some, some way, somehow... If Adoka decides that Amin Thompson is a priority, then it could work out for you. Next up, top five deep league ads. Oh, baby, Sam Hauser. It, it, it was wild to me when I saw how many, you know, how available this guy was because he he honestly is a pretty good fantasy player. He's only rostered in 2.3% of ESPN leagues. And for Yahoo Leagues, He's only rostered in 15% of Yahoo leagues. So, it's not an ESPN thing. He's also widely available on Yahoo. And he's streamable. So, the Boston Celtics have an amazing schedule this week. I'm saying, if your man is available... And this could work for um, 8, 10, 12 team leagues as well. Sam House is someone you want to keep an eye on. But definitely... In deeper leagues, he's somebody that, depending on what your roster construction is or what your your roster build is, someone you might consider holding on for a while, for a couple of weeks. So, the next person, oh my goodness. Man, if you saw him in the daggone in-season tournament, man, he was like all over the place. TJ McConnell. Man, if he is not a deep league ad, I don't know what is. He is only rostered, and it's wild because for ESPN leagues, typically they're like available all over ESPN leagues and not available as much in a Yahoo league. But it's flipped for this player. It's flipped. He's only rostered in 25% of Yahoo leagues right now. What? Where they do that at? Come on, man. For ESPN, he's rostered in 25% of leagues, which is weird, right? So over the last seven days, uh, he's averaged 5.5 points, 1.5 rebounds, 3.5 steals. Check this out. Two steals a game, no blocks. The big thing for me is that he's coming off of this in-season tournament performance. Right? He had a really big game he had on my on the second against Miami, he did 25 minutes, 20 points, two rebounds, 11 assists. I don't think he'll be able to replicate that type of production consistently. However, I think that he was a dog in that game against the Lakers in the championship, he was a dog. He had some key steals like he was just really doing his numbers. So, there's a possibility that maybe Rick Carlisle will say, "You know what? Let me give this young man, a, let me give this young man a shot. The the Kirk Heinrich of his era. Let me give him a little bit of shine and give him 17 minutes a game for a deep league. That might work for you. So that's a, that's what I got. Let me know in the comments." For my folks who are in those 14, 16, 18, 20 team leagues, let me know if that segment was valuable to you and if you have other ideas of information and just concepts and ideas for deep leagues, let me know and I will do my best to accommodate you. Now, we're going to go back to the menu, to the menu, to the menu because YouTube and Spotify, Apple Podcasts is the venue, is the venue, is the venue. Okay, we switching up. You know I got to do some music. Let's go. Let's see what we got. Get my headphones on for this one. Did I play this one yet? I don't know. This one, oh, this is like smooth. It's like smooth. Let me know in the comments what you guys think about the music. If you like the music, if you want me to keep doing that, I'm actually going to switch this one. I think we did this one already. Only one give you new, only one give you guys new hits. This is this, my smooth joint Alright, so the next segment Is one of my favorite segments For fantasy basketball Something that I just love discussing On the regular base I like the, talking about it with my league mates I like talking about it With my community Man, it's something that brings me Great joy, let's go Uh-huh, by Lowe's baby Woo <laughs> By Lowe's baby uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Balows baby. Oh, uh, I got ya baby, The bailo, ba low, bailo, ba, ba bailo. Here are the top five balos that you need to pay attention to for fantasy basketball. So first up is somebody that's, man, somebody that's like honestly getting killed right now. Getting killed right now. I, I, I Let me let me actually, I just want to repeat that joint for y'all because I have my graphics still up from the, from the waiver wire segment. So for my people on the podcast, I'm about to repeat something. Don't mind me. Don't the, um, I'm not going to hold you. It, it is what it is. I just want to let you know for my people who are either watching the extended version of this episode or if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. I'm about to do a pull up. Let me get some of that. Pull, 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 pull up. Here are the top 5 by-lows you need to pay attention to for fantasy basketball. So the first guy I'm going to take a look at, like I said, has been really getting a lot a lot of flack. Coming off of the in-season tournament, like you know how it is in the news cycle. People need to like have something to report on, right? We need to have something to report on. And this brother has been getting reported on in all the wrong ways. It's been oogly, like, not nice, t- like just borderline bullying. But let's talk about it. The first low candidate we're gonna take a look at is Zion Williamson. Let me get over here. Zion Williamson. So Zion Williamson gained some weight, apparently, and the internet is blazing him, you know, like I heard Stephen A, Stephen A. Smith's rant the other day, and Stephen A. Smith was going all the way off on Zion. He said, and I'm paraphrasing here, so don't quote me. He said, you look like you ate the whole buffet, which is mean, right? But then he was like, <laughs> he, said, he said, you look like you ate the table. I said, Lord, boy, you just, that's just, that's not nice. That's, that's not nice at all. So it made me question myself, right? So I'm going to be honest. Like you can look at, and this is, can I be transparent with y'all? Let me know. Give me a thumbs up. Give me a, give me a thumbs up for my live people real quick because I can see the thumbs up. Give me a thumbs up if I can be honest with y'all right now. Give me a thumbs up if I can be honest with y'all right now. Because even with me, like, I've struggled with weight gain. I've lost weight, gained weight, right? So at the start of this podcast, if you go all the way back and look at my older videos, you'll see I was probably a little slimmer. Life happens. Like, things happen. I gain some weight. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm a little heavier, maybe a lot heavier, than I was When the podcast started, you can attribute it to whatever you want to attribute it to, but it happens, right? I'm not a world-class athlete either. I'm not. I'm not a guy who just got a huge contract for five years and came into training camp in really good shape and now has kind of backslid and fell back a little bit. But even for me, this motivates me. I'm saying like this, and if y'all know Zion Williamson, clip this up and send it to him. Zion, I'm about to get in the gym. Right now, I'm probably at like 230. I think like 232 or something like that. I'm going to get down to like 200 by by the end of the season. Can I do that? Yeah, Zion, um, by the end of the season, I'm going to try to get down to 200. I'm, no, I'm not going to try. I'm just going to get down to 200. So for my Believe in Fantasy Basketball community, this is for you too. Hold me accountable because that's what I think you need to do, Zion. I need. I think you need to find people around you to keep you accountable so that way you don't squander your blessings, bro. Come on, man, so like I'm not about to be body shaming people like the people are wild on the internet talking crap about Zion, like they saying all kinds of mean stuff. I'm not there. I'm saying because you have a gift that God gave you, brother, you have a talent and a gift. I know we got a lot of people in the believe in, uh the believe network. Uh, community that might have ties with the Pels, share this with Zion. We just want to see you shine because you shining brings light to all the people who watch you as well. That's all I have to say. I'm done with it. I'm not going to get too spiritual. But Zion is a buy low. Zion is a buy low. And if you wanted to move him, this is Points League's ranking on hashtag basketball. He is currently at 41. Tyler Hero is 42. Jimmy Butler is 43. Fred Van Vliet is 44. Miles Bridges is 45. If I have Miles Bridges, I would offer Miles Bridges for Zion Williamson. Um, Brandon Ingram, Evan Mobley, 39 and 40. Uh, Evan Mobley's 39, Brandon Ingram's 40. Rudy Gobert, DeMar DeRozan. I would would offer DeMar DeRozan for uh, Zion Williamson. Why? Because I have faith Just like I'm about to lose this weight, you're going to lose this weight too. And the thing is, too, even if he don't lose the weight, he's still like super, super valuable for fantasy. He's a walking double-double. And at his height, he's averaging 26 and 10. Come on, man. So, I would buy low on him. Some other players, just to give you some more context, Anthony Simons, Kyle Kuzma, all of these guys, I would trade for Zion Williamson in points leagues next up oh man and this is somebody like I don't want to be like I don't even want to be really saying this but I got to but the next by low man oh man Ant-Man Ant-Man and Ant-Man is down here where is my man Ant-Man I would go with Ant-Man Anthony where is he my apologies. Uh, okay, Anthony Edwards is 28 right now. He's at 28. So Anthony Edwards currently ranked 28 on hashtag basketball. Listen, this is called the injury by low. For my new players of fantasy basketball, when somebody goes down, fantasy, man, fantasy managers be out here panicking, Yo. They be out here in these fantasy basketball streets like, oh, my God, I don't believe it. Anthony Edwards went down. I curse his name. Like, come on, man. It's not that serious. Oh, you mad? Oh, you mad? Send him my way. I'll put him in my IR for a couple of weeks. See if you can buy low on Anthony Edwards. The next buy low, oh, my God. This is is a little sad. This is a little sad for me. This is... um, Somebody that I was super high on, but not having the um, the best season so far. He's currently outside of the top 100, so I got to scroll to find him. But at 109 currently for points leagues on hashtag basketball, he's ranked 109. OG Ananobi, and I love OG Ananobi. And honestly, man, this year he's stinking up the joint but I think he'll be better. I think he will be better than this. Right now, he's averaging 14.8 points per game, 4.3 rebounds, 2.5 assists. It's ugly, yo. He's supposed to be doing way better than that. And I think he will do better. Now, let's be clear. When we talk about OG Ananobi and buying low on him, I'm not telling you to go and try to move, you know. Let's see people in his range right now. So we got like, let's talk about Devin Vassell is over there. He's a little over there. I don't know if I move Devin Vassell for OG Ananobi, but I move jo- Jordan Clarkson for OG Ananobi. I don't know if I move Walker Kessler. I definitely move Draymond Green. So just take a look at your roster, see what you have. And if you have questions and you're like, not sure, all you have to do is drop a question or drop your question, I should say, in our Discord to join. All you have to do is hit up believeinfantasy.com. Speaking of Devin Vassell, he is my next buy low. He is my next buy low currently outside of the top 100 on hashtag basketball. He is at 102. So for Devin Vassell, another player that I think, they're doing so much much experimentation in in San Antonio. Like wild, wild the amount of experimentation. Jeremy Sohan, a power forward. Let's start him at point guard. Oh, like Zach Collins, you've been doing great. Let's bench him and let Wimby start at center. You got to be ready for the unexpected if you're rostering any of these San Antonio Spurs players. Even Devin Vassell, he came off of an injury, y'all. They they had him come off the bench for like five or six games before he moved back into the starting lineup. So he's back in the starting lineup. So him being at 102, that could go up. Again, just like with O.J. and Anobi, I'm not trying to trade away my top players. I would go to the bottom of my roster, look and see what I have around there in that, you know, top... I mean, bottom... Your bottom three players and see if you could work out a package to give a sell. So I'm not trying to, like, break the bank to bring him back to my squad. And then the last person is somebody that I was crazy about. Somebody that I think, honestly, is... A player that, man, you know, I think the thing about him is that he's in a system that really doesn't highlight all of his potential. And that player is Cade Cunningham. And, man, it breaks my heart that I'm even putting him in this category here. But currently on this season, he's ranked 53. He's ranked 53 on the season. And he's the kind of player that, you know, people are still like, uh, K is kind of trash, especially like in category leagues, because he has super, super bad field goal percentage. He's not doing well from the field. So if you are in a, you know, in a league where, People are kind of like, hey, like, I don't know about Cade. This could be your opportunity. However, it's worth noting that he has been performing better over the last couple of games. So it might not be the time to buy low. You might want to wait to see how he does. But he's been super streaky. And honestly, Monty Williams, yo, I love Monty Williams. But what's happening in Detroit is like, like, suffering succotash bad, yo. It's like, man, it's... They they farting they they farting all over them yo like they getting blown out they losing they 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 have like one of the longest losing streaks in history I think they're on the verge of breaking the NBA record I think they already broke the Detroit record so that's what you can play again he has strung together a couple of good games so to buy low on him could be like something we're looking at throughout this week it's not something I would leap on right now but. Imagine that Kay Cunningham is gonna have a couple of bad games over the next couple of weeks, and that's when you want to make that offer. So we did our bylos. So just in the spirit of things, just in the spirit of you know the way we, we do in business today, let's go ahead and drop our theme song, man. This one is actually our intro. Let's drop that. Let me get the beat on that. Oh, whoa. This is our intro music. Our next segment. We already did the buy lows. So you know what we got to do? Sell high. Uh. Sell high. Come on, come on. Sell high. Uh, uh. Sell, 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 sell high. Uh. Sell high. Oh yeah. Here are the top five sell highs you need to pay attention to for fantasy basketball. All right, all right, all right. So let's get back to these rankings and we're gonna take a look at who we gonna sell high on. The first player that I want to talk about, honestly. He has been cooking this season. He, yes, with bacon grease, right? Really, really good production. For Points Leagues, man, listen, for Points Leagues, he is currently number, excuse me. For Points Leagues, he is currently number 12. He is the in-season tournament MVP and an in-season tournament champion. First ever. LeBron James. Now, as you can see here, LeBron is ranked number 12 in points leagues as of today, at the time of recording this episode. And he's coming off that in-season tournament. People are talking about this anomaly of a human. We've never seen anything like this. And I'm a Jordan guy, y'all. Like, I believe Michael Jordan is the GOAT. But as we keep going through this season, and the next season, and the next season... I might have to change my criteria. So, I have an episode about the top 10, you know, players of all time. And LeBron is not number one. But what I would say is, is that, man, this longevity piece, we have never seen anything like this. A guy 38 years old that can do this, it is literally blowing my freaking mind. I'm like, he's so good. AD had a good game too, but in terms of LeBron James coming off this in-season tournament, there's a lot of buzz around him. You could pull up these numbers. Hey, if you're in a points league, hey, he's ranked number 12 in points leagues. Let's try to make a deal. In category leagues, I believe he's current in nine cat leagues. I should say he's currently um, at about 20. He's in, I believe he's like 20, 19. man. So players like, You could, if you if I could offer a deal, if I could sell high on LeBron, I'd give you my LeBron for your Donovan Mitchell. Yes, I would. I would give you my LeBron James for your Kevin Durant. Yes, I would. I would give you my LeBron James and another player for your Tyrese Halliburton. Yes, I would. I would give you LeBron James and another player. For your SGA, your Luka, your Jokic, your Embiid, maybe even your Giannis in a points league. Yes, I freaking would. And you should too. Just saying. Let's move along. Number two. Who we got next? Who we got next? Who we? Oh my goodness. This is, this is my man. This is my man. And I had a chance to actually really take a look at a couple of his games. Because with my um, NBC Sports team, we divvy up you know who's going to cover what game and this guy is somebody that I've had the pleasure of watching a bunch of his games over the last couple of weeks and he is a sell high if I ever saw a sell high he is coming off of his career high in points i think he dropped like 42 paulo banquero paulo banquero is number 48 in points league ranking right he is number 48 but check this out He's number 48 on the season, but over the last week, he is number 19. Let that sink in. So the number 48 player in points leagues has been performing on a top 20 level over the last week. This is your opportunity. He had his career high in points like, hey, like, listen. This is this is a, a sell high if I ever saw a sell high. The next sell high we got, let me get him centered here. My main man. And I actually let me stop. That's not my main man. That's your main man. Uh, that's, that's your man. That's not my man. <laughs> I like him, but he's not somebody I really check for. Number 38 in points leagues, Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert is my next sell high. Rudy Gobert has been top. 10 in 9 cat leagues over the last week right per hashtag basketball for points leagues he's right now at 38 sell high man sell high some of these guys I would trade Rudy for I would trade Rudy for Mobley in a minute for Ingram in a minute I don't know if I would trade him for Zion I would trade him for DeMar in a minute for Holmgren I would give I would give you another player. I would send you Rudy and another player for home grid. Do you see these guys that are in this area with him? Jalen Brunson, Mikael Bridges, Carl Anthony Towns. I would trade all of them. Let's go under and see who's below him in points leagues. Uh Jimmy Butler. Uh, I wouldn't do Jimmy Butler just because of like the resting, the coffee, the haircuts. Uh, I'm just joking. I love, I love me some Jimmy Butler, but I wouldn't. Trade Rudy Rudy Gobert. I'm kind of out on Jimmy Butler for fantasy, but I like him as a real player. But Fred Van Vliet, I make that deal all day, every day, and tomorrow. Do it, do it now. So there's value there with Rudy Gobert. Okay, our next sell high, our next sell high that we want to talk about a little bit is Trey Young, oh man, and Trey Young. You see, I got the Hawks hat. I love Trey Young, and you know we we're based in the Atlanta area, and I don't have any allegiance to any teams right now. I'm not I'm not about to get my heart broken by some NBA teams. But I would say about Trey Young is that he's been top ten in points leagues over the last two weeks, and as you can see here, his season long rankings. Let me just check my numbers here. Yeah, this is season-long. His season-long stats, he is currently number 11. I would trade you my Trey Young for your De'Aaron Fox. I would trade you my Trey Young for your Devin Booker. I would trade you my Trey Young for Kevin Durant. I would trade you my Trey Young and another player for Tyrese Halliburton. I would sell high on Trey Young while he's doing this. And the last player we're going to look at for our sell highs... Let me see where he's listed here for points leagues, because he might be a little lower on the points league list here. Yeah, there he goes. He is ranked currently for points leagues seventy three. Derek White is my next sell high. Uh, he's in. The, he's been in the top ten for nine cat uh, leagues over the last couple of weeks, and I just want to quickly see what I can get for him here with his, it's me and us, our last guy that we're going to look at. Let's take a look at what he's been doing in points leagues over the last couple of weeks. Let's see if there was an increase there, because a lot of times, depending on the player, the value that you see in a um, category league can be very different than what's happened in points leagues, What what happens in points leagues, I should say. But there's still value there for people who perform well in the different uh, league types. So yeah, again, I can't search his name here. I just got to kind of scroll and look. So we're just going to... Oh no, he's doing well. Man. So he's ranked currently over the last... Mm, That's good. So over the last week in points leagues, he's ranked 31, right? So if you have him on your league, just like I said, for... 9-cat leagues. sometimes the value is not... It doesn't mirror what's happening in points leagues. But for some players, it does. So he has been really good in category leagues. But as you can see, he also had a jump here in points leagues. So I would sell high on Derek White. Like, I would do it and do it this week if you can. But again, when we say sell high, we're not saying like, hey, you have to sell him because he's going to stink up the joint later. It's like, no. If you can get value... On your return, if you make a move for him, that's what we're talking about. So that is what I would recommend going into week eight. I would move Derek White. I would sell high. Let's go ahead and jump into our next segment. Man, This we are flowing tonight, man. And if you are here for the live stream, please make sure you stick around because we're going to do our best to answer as many of your questions as possible. We're going to answer as many of your questions as possible do another little transition here Uh uh-huh uh-huh oh man you know what we gotta do we gotta go to the discord man Uh uh-huh uh-huh little Q&A action yeah yeah you already know discord Q&A uh discord Q&A let's go discord Q&A yeah I'm going to answer your questions. Uh, join the Discord, brethren. believeinfantasy.com.com.com. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. My son went to, <laughs> went to the kitchen and he looked in here like, that's new. <laughs> I'm just, hey, I'm just testing it out, yo. Just testing it out, son. Don't judge me. Don't judge your dad. All right. So, the next segment is our Believe in Fantasy mailbag. This is really cool because the Discord members from our community are asking their questions and chances are you have the same questions. So, let's go ahead and just jump into it and take a look to see what we got here. So, Pull this up. All right. So let's look at our first question here. Those looks like some answers. Let's scroll on up and see what we got. All right. Last call. Let's start at the top here. Start at the top here. Boom, boom, boom. Boom. All right, cool. So waiver wire pickups of the week. I just went through all of that. You can go back and watch that. What to do with Scotty Barnes? This one is from my man. Tofu <laughs> spelled T-O-E F-U-E tofu. That's funny. Oh man, I really, really like that one. <laughs> um, so what do you do with Scotty Barnes? I hold Scotty Barnes. I'm not trying to do anything with Scotty Barnes. Like, yes. I, I think last week I, I covered a couple of his games. He had a couple of like okay games. His okay games are still better than some fantasy players, right? And he's been performing at an elite level, so he's not a player that I would sell low on. If you wanna move Scotty Barnes, it's okay, but wait until you can sell high on him. Don't try to trade Scotty Barnes when he's having some kind of a slump. So I would stay away from that. The answer simply is to hold Scotty Barnes. Next question is from Zach Y. Zach Y says, should I pick up Jordan Poole from the waiver? I'm about to be 6-1 and one in my 10-man league. Congratulations, my brother. And I'm basically guaranteed to make the playoffs. Should I try to hold on to Poole and see if he can improve? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, depends on who your worst player is, but I imagine if Jordan Poole is on your waiver wire, you guys have a very rich waiver wire pool. One thing that is worth noting, if you're in a smaller shallow league, like an eight-team league, a 10-team league, it's always worth adding an extra roster spot or two. So that way you can kind of make the waiver wire less, you know, deep, like you don't have as much talent. It's camp, you know, sometimes it's hard to like manage your team when there's so many, you know, interesting options on your waiver wire, right? So for all of my managers going into next season, if you have a eight man or ten man league, even six man league, if you do that, then you want to expand your rosters to make sure that the waiver wire is not so full of talent. So, yeah, I would definitely pick him up. Next question is from Zuman. Zuman says, What do I do with Asar Thompson? Trade, drop, or keep? His minutes are dropping, and he has to compete with Boyan. Man, and this sucks because I'm a big-time Thompson Twin fan. Like, my son put me on to them from, O-T- from OTE, Overtime Elite. I watched a bunch of their games in OTE before um, they, they got drafted, right? Big shout-out to City Reapers. But I would drop star Thompson. Absolutely. Especially in a redraft league, and if you're in a 12-team redraft league... Like there's somebody that's gonna provide you more more value than you sitting around and waiting for him. However, he's worth if you do drop him, it's kind of like that girlfriend that you broke up with, or you or broke up with you, and you still go to her Instagram to see what she's doing, or go to her Facebook, depending on how old you are, right? Scrolling her TikTok to see what she's doing, who she's with, what's happening giving her some internet stalker vibes so you can know what's happening with Asar Thompson. Because if he goes off for a big game or Monty Williams decides that he's going to reinvest in a young man, you want to be one of the people there so you can snatch him up off of the waiver wire. So yes, I would drop, but I would also pay attention. Next up, uh, this is from Arcaz. Arcaz says... Are Curry and Anthony Edwards buy lows for this week since they are only averaging low 40s? Well, I don't know about Curry, but I definitely know Anthony Edwards is because he's banged up. So I would definitely try to see if you can buy low on Ant-Man. Uh, this one is from CJ Laluna 12. What to do with Pool in a 12 cat 12-team 12 cat? I'm sorry, in a 12 category league. Whoa. Man, 12-cat league, I don't know, man. Uh, I would say hold, maybe. (laughs) I would say maybe hold. Yeah. For Goof, Goof says, projection of Ja. (laughs) Did he call him (laughs) Ja-warant? Yo, I know he didn't call your man Ja-warant. How you call him Ja? (laughs) How you call him (laughs) Ja-warant? How you call your man Ja Warren? He called him Ja Morant. <laughs> That's good. Oh man, yeah, um So, projections for Ja, Ja is is not coming off of an injury, right? So Ja Morant is not like banged up. He got suspended because he was on Facebook Live flashing the blicky. With that being said, you fire him up when he comes. If you got him on your squad, I think he's going to produce well in points leagues. I think he's going to be what he is for category leagues. It will take a few more questions. Uh, let's do this one here. Do I trade? This one is from Arcas. I think, did I do an Arcas question? I did an Arcas question. We're going to do another one, Arcas, because I want to make sure we get as many people in as possible. Oh, this one is good. This one is from Must Be Mag. Must Be Mag says, is LeBron officially the daddy of the NBA with his new in-season tournament MVP? I want to answer this one. I know it's not a fantasy-related one, but the daddy of the NBA? I think he's the daddy of the NBA because he's the oldest player in the NBA. Not because he won the in-season tournament MVP. MVP. He's the daddy of the NBA because he could probably be half the player's dad. I'm just saying. (laughs) I'm just saying. No disrespect. I'm not going to hold you. Like, I love the king, but that's the only way he would be the daddy of the NBA is because he is literally old enough to be your freaking dad. (laughs) Oh, man. So, back to the menu. We're going to go into our next segment. Uh, I'm going to do music just to keep it going, but I'm going to be quick with it. And I'm not going to do any rapping on uh, 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 all of that stuff because my son is in the other room groaning and grunting. So, I'm going to just kind of take it light on this one. <laughs> okay. So, next up is our Reddit Thread of the week. And I know we've had some questions about John Morant. We've had some questions about um, Desmond Bain and Jaron Jackson Jr. in our Discord. So when I saw this Reddit thread, I thought it was really timely because John Morant is about to come back from injury. Like He's literally a couple of games, a few games away from being active. When you're watching this video, he might already be playing, right? So, a lot of people are thinking about what do I do with Desmond Bain now that John Morant is coming back. So, this Reddit thread started by my man Pari, A-L-Q-P-R-I-R-H. He says, Desmond Bain, when Ja returns, and then... He unpacks it a little bit, and I'll show you what he says. He says, how are we thinking Desmond Bain will fare when when Morant comes back in a few weeks, a.k.a. Ja Warantz? <laughs> I don't believe he said that, yo. How are we thinking Desmond Bain will fare when Morant comes back in a few weeks? He's been doing great thus far as the Grizzlies' main offensive scorer. Will he continue performing well once Ja comes back and spaces out the floor, perhaps getting more open looks as defenses target Ja? Or will Ja coming back take a hit on Bane's scoring and production? This is my first year doing fantasy. How was Bane last year with Ja in points, cats, and cat leagues? Should I be looking to sell high or hold rest of season? Mm. I love this one. I love this one. I love this one. And before I actually uh, respond to this one, I'm gonna we're gonna take a look to see what some of the other redditors said about this question. So the first person is Boner Gaines. Au, Boner Gaines in a 12-team 10-cat league. He says he is still going to be there. Second main. Oh, he's still going to be their second main scoring option. I think he honestly stays close to his current point per game, but actually sees an uptick on field goal percentage. He has been their primary ball handler and shot creator so far, and that's causing his efficiency to drop a little. I think once Ja comes back and takes that pressure off him, you'll see him hit more of his shots. I love that take. That's a really good take. Next up, this is from Jay Yeet BVG. He says... This he'll get better with Ja when Ja returns. He'll get better when Ja returns. Short, sweet, love it. This one is Fred like Freddy. He says, I think he falls back a little bit, but he's still going to make you happy. He's still gonna make you happy. What in the heck? He's a baller. Next up, this one is from West World Gatorade. I love that name, man I love that name I love that name this one is from West World Gatorade he says points go down efficiency goes up secondary stats may increase a bit since he's not expending as much energy on scoring that is a very insightful take so let me give you my take so Desmond Bain. Has been absolutely cooking with hot grease. Like he has been Walla Benini. Like Walla Benini good. Like really putting up crazy numbers. I think one I think is he dropped his career high recently, like 49 points. Come on, man. Like he is a valuable fantasy basketball option points leagues, category leagues, roto leagues, sleeper lock-in mode leagues, sleeper game pick leagues. I see you, right? So, if you have him on your roster to answer the question, should you hold? Should you sell high? Listen, I'm holding Desmond Bain. I would hold Desmond Bain. And here's why. Where you drafted him, you are not getting the performance that you pay for. You're getting a whole lot more. There's a huge return on the investment that you made where you drafted him, right? So, when Jack comes back, will he take a hit? Probably. Depending on your format, it might be more or less, right? But he's going to take a hit. Just statistically, off of the numbers, he's going to take a hit. A guy who averages 25, 26, 27 points a game is coming back to the team. But that doesn't mean he's going to be bum juice. He's not going to stink of hot dog water. He's not going to be that bad. So I wouldn't go trying to trade, Huh? Oh, let me get rid of him quick. I would hold. Now, there is an exception. If I could get a first round player, whether John Morant was coming back or not, I would move Desmond Bain. I would include Desmond Bain in a trade to get SGA, to get Ty, uh, Tyrese Halliburton, to get the Joker, to get Embiid. That I would do. I would let him be the centerpiece of the trade, and then I'll bring like a you know like a top seventy, top eighty guy and throw him in the deal and see if I could make that work. But overall. Desmond Bain in most settings. I would just hold and see what happens because the, the thing that people are not talking about with John ja Morant, aka Ja Warant, like, oh my God, I don't believe I said that. Ja Warant, John ja Morant, sorry, is that he might make another he might make another mistake. My son is in the back listening to this. And I talk to him about this all the time because he's a basketball player. And this is for all of the young players out there, right? If you play fantasy, you might play basketball and you might believe and think and dream that one day you'll play in the NBA. Don't be your own enemy, don't squander your blessings. John Morant has already, like, this is not even the first time, y'all. He's done this on multiple occasions, and I want the young brother to win. And I'm praying for John Morant to make the right decision. But the fact of the matter is, all we have to go on is history. And history proves that in a little bit of time, John Morant is going to make a mistake that involves a cam- an a iPhone camera or some form of a smartphone camera, a Blicky, a friend that doesn't give a crap about his life, and then we'll have a suspension. So I pray and hope that doesn't happen. Knock on wood. I would never wish that on anyone, and I hope, but I'm saying as a fantasy manager, I'm not about to go trade away Desmond Bain because I think John Morant is going to be coming back. He might come back, but he might not stay. He might not stay. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Believe in Fantasy Basketball Podcast with Robin Marks. Join our free Discord community at BelieveInFantasy.com and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at BelieveInFantasy. This episode was presented to you by Bet Online, where the game starts.